Today is October 5th. Welcome on in to Daily Cards Live, the postseason edition here on ClaimsOnline.com. Still brought to you by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey and Rammer. Well, we expected to not have to do a show till Friday once we knew all the League Division Series uh, matchups. But everybody just made quick work of uh, everything back in the wild card rounds. We had four sweeps in the uh, in those series, which included the uh, Blue Jays uh, getting swept by the Twins, the Rangers sweeping the Rays in the American League, and in the National League we had the Phillies uh, sweep a uh, sweep the two games over the Marlins and the. Uh, uh, what was the fourth one? The uh, Oh, the Diamondbacks and the surprise over the Milwaukee Brewers. So your matchups for the second round of the series has the Dodgers taking on the Diamondbacks, the Phillies and the Braves, the Astros and the Twins and the Orioles and the uh, the Rangers as we wait for Bob Ramsey to uh, log back in at uh, and rejoin us here on the uh, the broadcast. We will, um, well, we'll try to get you some sort of pitching matchups and uh, we will, uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, there's Rammer. I was, I thought Rammer was going to take even longer after the message I just got from you, but just going over what the matchups are in the second round, I haven't gotten to this question yet. And I'm glad that you are back on when you are, because I wanted to ask you, are you, uh, your thoughts on the, uh, I guess not reseeding the uh the, the round the second round of the tournament what do you what do you think of uh, just kind of going straight forward having the bracket set and going at it i think the way it is is the better way to do it um if you didn't like your seed win more games but no what i'm saying like right now the diamondbacks are the sixth seed and the braves are not playing the diamondbacks in the second round the braves did everything they could to win to have the best record in all of baseball, shouldn't they get to play the sixth seed? Shouldn't they get to play the worst seed in their first game, their first games of the uh, playoffs? Well, you should, you know, bracket play, no matter what the sport and what the level is kind of laid out by, by whatever you're, you know, um, you and I do a lot with um, youth sports and youth baseball. So you have pool play to set up your bracket. And then that's just the bracket. Um, if your if your goal is what what is your goal to uh, um, to not have the bad teams move on? Well, then don't put them in in the first place. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, you know, I, I've I've seen some people complaining about it. Well, you know, the Twins shouldn't have got their matchup, or you know, uh, the the division winners shouldn't. You know, it should go by record and you know. Well, then don't have divisions. But then when you say that, people, what? How do you do that? Well, you know, and then people, you got to either have your divisions, wait the division schedule, and go with go with the bracket, or eliminate divisions and leagues, and whoever get and have the, the schedules be perfectly even, and at the end of the season, take your however many teams you want in, how many teams you want in, 6, 8, 12, 16, I don't care. But then you go one through 16. But if you do, and then there's an upset, don't kill the team for having an upset. They're doing what they're supposed to do, try and win. 
The uh, the one seeds, or I should say the one and the two seeds, the teams that had the buys in the first round, they still benefit by having their pitching set up exactly the way they want yeah. to here in these first round uh, games. Some of the teams, their number ones, I, you could see them maybe come back maybe on Sunday if they really feel like they need to press and and get that guy out there. But in a case of like the Diamondbacks, they didn't have their one or their two throwing in uh, game one of the series. They had Zach Gallen go in game two. So you know that they'll have Merrill Kelly ready to go in game one of their series against the Dodgers. Um, no bootlegging lineups for you. I was going to switch it over and I was going to have the bootleg and probable pitchers for the first round games, but we don't even have those yet. Uh, the teams have... We yeah, one, right? uh, two, actually. We have two in the, uh, according to MLB.com, we know that Clayton Kershaw is set to go for the Dodgers. Justin Verlander is set to go for the Astros in game one against the uh, against the Twins. So those we know, those uh, you kind of figure those are all set and ready to go. I, I would be shocked if the Braves aren't going with Spencer Strider for them in game one, right? Yeah, that's, I think that's logical. Yeah. And then for the Diamondbacks, as we mentioned, I would imagine Merrill Kelly goes for them, seeing how he was set to go in game three. Anyway, uh, the Phillies, uh, that's one. I, I not sure which direction they go with uh, that. Is it Michael Lorenzen? Is it Ranger Suarez? Well, I don't think it'll be Lorenzen. He got relegated to the bullpen late in the year. He was not performing. When he first came over, he was very good. He threw the no-hitter. He backslid a little bit and actually got relegated to the bullpen. I'd be surprised if he was their game one guy. Shocked, actually. Yeah, so uh, that's a uh, that's one, and they still have. I, I, you know, you you've talked about the Phillies bullpen multiple times here on the uh, on the show, just how good they are late in the game, anyway. So as long as you do get five six innings out of your starter, and that it's and you have the lead, it should be a uh, pretty set uh, down the line for uh, for that. Yeah, um, I, think, I was going to say it's going to be interesting to see. You know, health has already been a key. Um, I think it's absolutely clear of all the things that happened. The one thing I think that put the twins over the top was getting two of their three big hitters back. They hadn't played for quite a while. Royce Lewis uh, and Carlos Correa, they changed the series for the twins. Who is going to be the most healthy in this next round, I think is going to be very critical. Let me ask you about this. You you mentioned earlier how much uh, you and I do with youth baseball, and uh, I, I'm sure down at the uh, Ballparks National each and every weekend that you go and you step out of your office to go watch games, you see you know, some 11 or 12-year-old make a base running mistake, and you go, oh, God, you know, what are you doing out there? But in the uh, wild card rounds, you saw stuff happen in these games that you wouldn't see a nine-year-old do in some with Christian Yelich and then with uh, Vlad Guerrero getting picked off in the situation that he got picked off in. It just amazes me that star players like that let that happen in uh, key aspects of their biggest series of their uh, seasons. Sometimes um, players uh, let their ego and their intensity to want to do something great get in the way of good logical thinking and that's what happens and that but then you get a play like Bichette getting thrown out by Correa and um Bichette probably is safe 60 70 percent of the time um it's 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 players forcing plays and Correa came up big on that one 
That's, um, yeah. Did it end up being a mistake? Well, by the end result, yes. But I can see a guy trying to push the envelope there and get it done. I'm glad you brought that one up because that's that's a situation where I think if you talk to the third base coach, he would tell you 10 times out of 10, he's sending that guy home. When he sees the play lay out in front of him like that, knowing that he has you know, Bichette running the bases, he's going to send him knowing that Correa has to run so many feet to get the ball and make a perfect throw at home, which is exactly what he did in that. In, in that, You cannot fault the third base coach at all for that. But speaking of third base coaches, in Philadelphia with the Phillies, at the play that Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper yeah. gets out there. He reads the outfield. He knows what's there in front of him. And you see him. I mean, third base coach is more than halfway down the line, hands up in the air, telling him to stop. And Bryce Harper scored somewhat easily on that play, knowing the situation in there and kind of just, okay, you know, what did the third base coach see that Bryce Harper, or I guess, what didn't he see that Bryce Harper did see? Oh, I think, though, um, I think they saw everything exactly right. And Harper decided, I'm going. Yeah. And that's what great players do. Great players decide, I'm going to make a play. Yeah. And um, I think the third base coach was was maybe, I'm not going to say he was right. I think he was making a conservative decision. And um, Harper says, in the moment, I'm not going to play conservative. I'm going to score on this. I think once he rounded the bag at second and saw that ball kind of, you know, slowly come off the wall at that funny angle, I think he goes, this guy's not going to throw me out. I'm going to make a play. And I, you know, if you're out, you made a mistake. You know, sometimes results oriented thinking um, does have reasonable application. Thinking a play like that, it does. Um, Now, if you send a guy, who wasn't ready to run and he gets thrown out, then it goes back to the third base coach. But that's not what happened. Rammer, so we have four series now in the American League and National League Divisional Series. Four teams advance out of the wild card. So I'm going to ask you this. Of the Twins, the Rangers, the Diamondbacks, and the Phillies, the three teams that just swept their wild card rounds, give me one that you think has the best chance of winning in in the (laughs) Divisional Series now. I think the Rangers. That's who I. That's who I'd go with too. And I think, uh, and that is not to disrespect the Orioles, who are not only really good but also really fun. They're a team that's fun to root for, but they're young. It's their first time in, and while the Rangers don't have all these veterans who have done a ton of stuff, in fact, they've got a lot of young guys that are key contributors for them. But I, I just feel like they've got a little more. I just think the lack of experience for the Orioles could end up being a factor. I think you, watching Evaldi throw yesterday, I think despite the pitching problems the Rangers have had, much of it due to injury, I think they're past it. Time will tell. The Orioles may just, you know, just may just beat the hell out of them. But um, I don't think so. I think the Rangers are the team. I think that Rangers lineup is just so, so deep, one through nine. Not I, I, It's not the best lineup in baseball of the eight teams remaining. It's not, but it still is really, really deep. When you get down into that seven, eight, nine hitter, there is uh, those guys can still mash down there. And it just, you know, the Orioles, they fought through it in September, 
But remember, they lost Felix Bautista, their big closer, in the uh, late in the year. Yeah, you know, that's is, a great point. Yeah, is that going to come into? Uh, is that going to come into play in any of these? Uh, in any of these games? And I think the Rangers going on the road. Yeah, it really, you know, it's not like the Rays really had much of a home field advantage with nineteen thousand in attendance there. But I, you know what? I, I can't wait to see is how what Camden Yards is like for their first games for that for their first two games there in that playoff atmosphere in uh in those this weekend. It ought to be great. And I think um we all underestimated how important Adolis uh, Garcia is for the Rangers lineup, a good deep lineup. But when he wasn't in the lineup, they didn't play very well. And when Seeger wasn't in the lineup, they didn't play very well. So while they're deep they still need all the pieces to make it all sort of uh, connect, if you will. And yeah. If they've got those pieces in place, they're very tough. In fact, I think if I was voting, I know it sounds um, blasphemous uh, relative to uh, the baseball god, Otani. But I think if I was voting for MVP this year, I'd vote for Seager. I don't. So that's it's really funny you mentioned that. So I was watching they were, the Rangers-Rays game, the game one. And Tim Kirkjian was in the booth uh, for it. He was one of the color commentators on ABC for the call. And he was talking about how earlier in the day he turned in his MVP ballot and said that he was not allowed to say who he voted for. He said, there's a lot of guys in this game that were on my ballot. And he, and they were like, do you want to give us any more clues? And he said, I'll tell you this. He goes in a season where Shohei Otani wouldn't have existed Corey Seager would run away with the MVP. I agree. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't say who he voted for, but he pretty much told you right there that he voted Otani one and Corey Seager two, and that it was just impossible for him to vote for anybody but Otani as number one. Kind of just saying that you know maybe best offensive player, maybe you give that to Seager, uh, and on the well, year. But I, yeah, the way I look at it is, um, yeah. Contending teams, yep. who, was, who was the player for them that made the difference? The MVP. Not saying he's the best player in the game or in the American League. I just think he was the MVP of the league yep. relative to his team, and therefore his team's in postseason, and that's how he wins it for me. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, that's, that's I think, how you look at it. It's really, really hard when you have a once in a lifetime guy like Shohei doing what he's doing every year too. But it's well, you probably yeah. wouldn't have voted Babe Ruth every year either, right? Uh, as the MVP, um, you know. In fact, there would be the cranks like us out there. Well, what would he do without Lou Gehrig hitting behind him? Okay, well, that, okay, that's that's fine. I'm just saying, in a given year, somebody other than the best player can be the MVP. All four games, all four series begin on Saturday at 12 o'clock. Rangers and Baltimore, Minnesota at Houston at 345. Then you have Philadelphia and Atlanta at 5, Arizona and the Dodgers at 820 on Saturday. So you have a full day of college football and baseball lined up for you on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun on that. And then uh, you, that's when you start to kind of split the series on Sunday yeah. With only uh, only the American League playing on Sunday and only the National League playing 
on Monday. So that is what we have to look forward to over the next few days. Rammer, you and I will be back next week with a, another edition of Daily Cards Live as these uh, series go on. Brought to you, uh, as always, by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Rammer Royal Banks. Royal Banks of Missouri, where better service means better banking. Give them a call. Talk to the great bankers there about your situation, and they will reach out to you to help you achieve your financial goals. 314-212-1500, Royal Banks of Missouri. By the way, one other bit of Cardinals news since we are Daily Cards Live. No exit press conference. Are they, they announced they're not doing anything? They canceled their news conference. I, I missed that. I, uh, I missed that uh, text, email, so, however they were going to send it. I saw a lot of people on social media complaining and taking shots. You know what I say? No news is good news. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That's you know what? Let them let them get to work. That's that's more time to figure out who that starting pitcher is going to be. Who those three starting pitchers are going to be for the uh, for the next year? I know we're out of time. You want to sign Trevor Bauer? No. Why? I I think there's more to it. Just it, it seems like it's more trouble than what it is. He hasn't pitched in Major League Baseball in how many years now? I think there's more than just the one case that got thrown out. That's fine. Give me Aaron Nola. You just watched him shove in a game two yesterday. Give me what, Aaron Nola. Give me uh give me other guys. That might, what if you don't have those choices? I, then you know what? Then it's time to find somebody else who can make those okay. moves happen. All right. That's. <laughs> Hey, he is Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. This has been another edition of Daily Cards Live, postseason edition, getting you ready for the ALDS and NLDS right here on ClaybsOnline.com. Munganass St. Louis Acura has a great selection of new and certified pre-owned Acuras. Get 3.9% financing for up to 36 months on all new Acura models. Or get $1,000 in loyalty incentives on the 2023 TLX and RDX and $750 in loyalty incentives on the 2024 Integra. Get financing as low as 1.99% for up to 36 months on certified pre-owned TLX and MDX models. Munganass St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.